As someone who is so excited to garden this spring, yet really wants top quality soil, I'm really excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine, which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings. And if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life, you're going to want to listen to this because with over 28 years of expertise, Coast of Maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable sustainable, eco-friendly brand who really emphasizes the importance of natural ingredients to enrich their soil. And I mean, they have, like I said, top quality with rigorous quality control and OMRI listed certification. Their diverse range of products caters to all gardening needs. Most of our soils may lack appropriate nutrients for success for our plants and our plants need this. We want to regenerate the healthy microbes in our soils to set up for gardening success and just for our plants to thrive. So if we add Coast of Maine products, this will indeed help. Whether you're planting trees or shrubs or perennials in your yard, adding Coast of Maine soil in your planting holes leads to a long, slow feeding of your plants, making them self-sufficient and vibrant, which we love. Let's say you want a vegetable garden. Not only will you receive abundant harvest, but there will be less feeding and maintenance throughout the season. Amazing. You know that everything grown in Coast of Maine soil is organic and safe for your family and friends right out of the garden. And then you get to also feel good about their sourcing as I'm so thankful they provide natural ingredients because they will never include household waste or biosolids. And we know that nothing nurtures the world above better than the soil below cultivated from products and practices rooted in coast of Maine. And so they will continually perfect the art and science of sourcing, mixing, and composting products worthy of the people and the place that inspired their brand and the healthier world it was built to serve. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. We love supporting local and the products are carried by local retail partners who can provide advice and insight not found in big box stores. So Coast of Maine knows from beginner to expert. Anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. And their products make organic gardening simple and approachable so we can all garden. So let's get to growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. That's Coast of Maine, like the state with an E, coastofmaine.com. I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive, hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, Medics. Thrive Cosmetics and Bigger Than Beauty skincare are not just makeup brands, they're a whole vibe. They're all about empowering us to rock our confidence, and when you support them, we are helping other communities thrive. Their stuff is not only easy to use, but 
no nasties, zero parabens, sulfites, phthalates. They are 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Let's talk lashes. Thanks to Thrive's liquid lash extensions, I must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush. It adds lengths. There are no clumps. And also, guess what? It slides right off with warm water. So no raccoon eyes here. And I appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. And it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics. C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. The high priestess, the goddess, is very much connected to a higher power for guidance. She's humble enough. She's intelligent enough to allow in guidance. And she is also creative. She's not going to go looking at problems through a limited lens. She's going to allow imagination and unlimited possibilities and creativity to help solve a problem. And with the challenges that are happening currently on the planet, we need out-of-the-box thinking because if we're just looking at the solutions that are in the box, then we're going to repeat the pattern, um, maybe with greater consequences because we aren't listening. The goddess listens, she pays attention. Something isn't working, something is changing. Now let the magic begin. and Jaima, Jaima, it's Raquel. And this is such a perfect time to share this episode and have had this conversation in the season of my life as I've been feeling a greater expression of the divine feminine and I've truly been dancing along with a goddess frequency in this season of my life that I haven't tapped into yet though I always had felt and visualized when I would go deep into my soul in a meditative state or hypnotic state and so now that I have brought that into my physical reality it's such a perfect time to truly dive into this work of the divine feminine and as I do this as I continue to expand and tap into this frequency I notice that I have been deepening my love and my relationship with my mind and even my body and my soul. Also, Mama Gaia, Mama Earth, and allowing the flow of life to take me on a wildly beautiful journey in the present time. And honestly, doing as much as possible while simultaneously as little as possible which may or may not make sense right now. If it does, you get it. You've probably been there. If it doesn't, it will one day make sense. But as I'm awakening in this present space, I am indeed interested in diving more into the feeling of 
the divine feminine, the experience of the divine feminine and divine masculine, and how integrating that can also help not only ourselves, but others on the planet and also Mama Gaia, which we will get into in this intro and in this episode, the conversation with today's magical guest, who is also very aligned with the goddess frequency. She's an earth angel. She's also a shaman and lives in Sedona, Arizona. Her name is Anahata Ananda. And what interests me about her is that she blends and radiates the loving compassion and acceptance and non-judgment and gentleness of an angel while simultaneously staying grounded with wisdom, truth, strength, and power of a shaman to help guide others in along their journeys of a spiritual awakening. And she's a certified high-performance coach, but she's a shamanic healer, and she's a soul guide. Anahata has truly guided thousands of people to turn their life around and manifest the life of their dreams, their soul's dreams, by really tapping into their power. And she is the founder of Shamangelic Healing. I think you'll hear me pronounce that mid-episode, and I struggle. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. But again, she is a phenomenal goddess that is sharing this shamangelic wisdom. I have a feeling you're going to be interested in connecting with her after this episode. In this conversation, we talk a lot about the divine feminine, the divine masculine, the unhealthy and unconscious feminine and masculine, and how we can shift those and really just tap into our truth and our essence. And ways that we as individuals can listen to what inspires us to help Mama Gaia, especially at this time in some way, to really show her gratitude and our love for her for the fact that she's really nourished us and protected us and, you know, birthed us, gave us this beautiful opportunity to live as humans on her land. It's amazing how it all blends together, especially when we tap into that divinity. We do feel that strong connection with her and we are more able to listen to what she is calling us to do. And I realized that as I've been really diving in and well, flowing into, flowing with my divine feminine, I honestly am not so balanced right now with my um, divine masculine (laughs) so much, which is an interesting juxtaposition that I've been experiencing. And so I think for all of us, whether you are female or you are male, whether you feel tuned deeply into your divine feminine or divine masculine, or maybe even both, or maybe even neither. This is honestly a wonderful hour and a half or so to dedicate to yourself to hearing your divine expression as Anahata shares nuggets of wisdom that make you more inspiration within your soul that has just been living inside of you to come into fruition through thought or feeling. So I encourage you to stay open and listen as you listen to her wisdom as well. And back to Mama Gaia. So (laughs) 
I love what she says about Mama Gaia here and what we can do as individuals. And I'm going to reiterate it in the intro as well. Yet, of course, we expand upon it and Anahat has more to say. But just because this is so profound, I'm going to reiterate it here too in the intro. Um, that as individuals, you know, we can do our part, which will ultimately ripple to the collective as each of us are honestly so influential in our own way. And to just trust that. I have a feeling that as many of us are riding a similar wave, a similar frequency, that some of us might have been experiencing a heavy weight on our shoulders this past week or two or this past month with all the different natural, what humans call disasters, so the Amazon in flames on fire and other fires and hurricanes and earthquakes and mass shootings, so much, yet so much that it can be overwhelming and you can feel hopeless simply from what is going on and so i did take comfort great comfort in this soul reminder that i listened to shortly after this interview from my starseed sister and who happens to also be a past guest heather of activation vibration on her youtube channel she shares a galactic perspective on the amazon forest so if we were to open our perspective a bit to see a grander scale, see beyond the scope of fear that we may be living in right now, that perhaps Mama Earth, maybe she doesn't necessarily need our saving as she well indeed knows what she's doing. Yet notice the domino effect that has that it has been creating within people to wake up and bringing people together from all walks of life as she is honestly just a mirror of the flames within all of us and showing us our inner fire. And perhaps that maybe we're even burning away what is not truly us. Also, what was interesting was the languaging of the mainstream media as the news calls the Amazon the lungs of the earth, <laughs> humanizing her. And she is, which shows how much people are starting to really feel that, you know, she and we are all one and the same. And we must treat each other and her with the utmost respect because she's allowing us to stay alive and breathe like our lungs are. And that Brazil does hold a sacred space on Mama Earth. The power from many ancient traditions and all the indigenous tribes. And there's so much sacred space that lives on that land that keeps this masculine energy on this earth pretty grounded and living in the divine so we are more in balance. And so the power that holds may just be spreading across the world. Whatever else is happening, perhaps there's so much more that is going on beyond the physical that we can see and just to trust in that yet at the same time that doesn't mean that we can just sit on that we should just sit on our butts and not do anything about it we indeed she deserves to see our gratitude daily in some way even if it's just us holding a flower that we see as we go on a walk and giving that flower some love if we all do little things like this individually and live life slightly more consciously by donating or volunteering our or changing our lifestyle to even just slightly more eco-friendly and eco-conscious ways then just imagine as each little bit does add up just imagine what difference it will make to 
make the changes now before it's too late to reverse the damage that humans have done. Because honestly, she'll probably shake us off before we fully damage her. So we'll talk about that with Anahata. And Anahata also, she is so connected to and feels very tapped in with the nature that surrounds her in Sedona. And she's even inviting us to her land, the Yomis to her land, as she is gifting the tribe a great discount, which should be in the show notes. And if it's not, it definitely will be later today or tomorrow. Remember, it is Labor Day weekend, but just to make a mental note, if you don't see it in the show notes, because you're one of the first people to listen to this, to go back and you just have to refresh the download, I believe, in order to see it, depending on what platform you use. But she is offering the Yomis a discount to her Empowerment and Awakening Weekend, three-day weekend, which I think I might be going to as well, because it's a workshop that gives you shamanic tools to heal, awaken, and reclaim your power as Anahata guides us through this process herself. And we can connect with the land of Sedona with her. Plus, she's also providing the Yomis a 20% off discount code for her online course on balance and the feminine and masculine energies and even a free quantum visualization guided by Anahata to help you see a future version of yourself to create for your own life and even to create for mother earth's life and so there are many gifts that Anahata has gifted you again if it flows I might even be at that workshop too we'll see so why not connect with this phenomenal shaman at shamangelichealing.com and at Anahata Ananda on Instagram and tag us both in your stories. When it comes to Insta stories, I love a good screenshot, but what I really, really love is seeing what you're doing while you're listening. It doesn't have to be beautiful and just curious what it is you're doing. You could be staring at a wall. I don't know, but it's, it just fascinates me to see that, to see the different lives we live, yet at the same time, we're all living a very similar life in more ways than meets the eye as we're connected. And uh, the Yomi review of the week, this one is from Lauren W312. And she writes, love this podcast, such an abundance of knowledge in one place. Thank you for sharing all of these high vibe conversations and making them available in one location. It is so fun to keep up with other like-minded souls and have access to new information through this podcast. Thanks so much for sharing. Well, thank you, Lauren. I thank you so much for listening because this would not be a thing without you listening and other like-minded souls. And I'm just thankful to keep this super niche so we feel and we're reminded that, you know, what is coming to us and through us and how we're awakening, we're not alone in this process. (laughs) We are not alone because we're all experiencing something and it's something real. So... Yeah, Lauren, thank you. And if you're feeling the nudge to write a review and rate the podcast because it has helped you in one way or another, well, I want to return my gratitude and send two of you the 2020 Year of Growth by Annie Tarasova, who is not only one of my friends, but also a former podcast guest. And... This is her 2020 Year of Growth Daily Planner, which focuses on gratitude, 
mindfulness, self-reflection, and personal growth. So beautiful. And yeah, I'm excited to send some of you the book. <laughs> Thank you in advance for any review that comes this way for the expansion of your own magic. So appreciate it. So appreciate it. And of course, you know, there's um this one site that is called a <clears throat> Skillshare, which uh, is giving you two months for free when you go to skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. Okay, you have to hear this part out. Of course, you might know that they have a plethora of business courses, creative courses, technology, health and wellness, yada yada. But also, want to know something crazy that I <laughs> I was just curious. So I typed in hypnotherapy. I was, I was curious to see if they happen to have anything when it comes to hypnotizing people or yourself. And um, it turns out they actually have a certified or accredited hypnotherapy course that, yeah, actually certifies you to be a hypnotherapist. And it's by Karen E. Wells. So <laughs> if you go to skillshare.com forward slash your own magic and you're interested in becoming a certified hypnotherapist, well, you know, doesn't hurt to check out Karen's course. I don't know Karen, by the way, but shout out Karen. <laughs> Especially, I wonder if they have QHHT by Dolores Cannon that just came to mind. And also that's besides the point. Uh, so again, two months for free when you go to skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. Anyway, this was such a beautiful recording with Anahata Nanda. We actually were Zooming, so video recording this. I might post some clips on the story on my insta story or something so you can see us talking yeah because that was a really fun conversation if you don't have instagram but you have facebook of course i have it so my facebook and instagram are linked so you can see the some pieces of this magical conversation anyway i believe it is time to let the magic begin with anahata ananda Just honored and excited to support your message getting out there more. And um, thank you very much for just <laughs> shining your beautiful light and being you because it's making a difference, honey. Anahata, that means so much. <laughs> and thank you for doing this as well. You are such a goddess. You <laughs> represent the embodiment. You're a walking angel of a goddess. So that shows us that we can awaken and thank tap you. into her. Thank you. Are you in Sedona? I am based in Sedona, uh, and, and the Shamangelic Healing Center is based here. So this is where yeah. I, I primarily do my work. Oh my gosh. So I feel so called to go to Sedona soon. In fact, yes. I know, I haven't even been, but I know that I want to do a retreat there. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, absolutely. I do women's retreats here and different places around the world. And Sedona is such a powerful place to heal and awaken, to kind of recharge to get inspired and to create and that's why I'm based here yeah. is the power of nature kind of really supports me so I can share that with others absolutely and the vortexes or the vortices yeah. however it is plural <laughs> either way is you know right either way. right tomato yeah. tomato whatever <laughs> Anahata will you join me in a prayer to start this off absolutely all right 
dear divine guidance and angels thank you thank you so much for this moment with the beautiful anahata and i and this moment for us to connect and sit here face to face be able to present whatever story comes from our hearts comes from our souls whatever message you'd like to deliver feel free to use us as a vessel at this time and allow Anahata to share whatever flows that will best resonate and help all of those who are listening in one way or more. Aho. Aho. Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you for that beautiful blessing. And, you know, may this transmission land as medicine, you yeah. know, in the hearts, minds, and souls of the people that are listening. And, and may, it, may it ripple out and affect many. Thank you for adding on to the prayer. You know what's amazing is that I always offer the guests, you can add on to the prayer, and they never really do. This one time that I don't, you can add <laughs> on, and I love it so much. Right? It's, it's a collaboration. Collaboration. Exactly. exactly. Yes, and even for everyone listening as well, they are, their energies are collaborating and a part of this because some something that you're about to say, you know, they needed to hear. And so their energies come in and stemming through. Also, there is, you obviously can't see it, but there is construction that decided to go on today across the street, but it's okay. If I, when I edit this and I hear construction in the background, I'll just put a little uh, music in the back and it will... <laughs> Like this is the, the this is the flowing uh, creativity of the goddess to just adapt, re, you know, uh, you know, revise, overcome, and improvise, and uh, yeah, you sound loud and clear to me. So beautiful, beautiful. I know. I like have the mic right in my mouth, so it only hears me. All of everything else is a block. You can't hear this noise. All right, Anahata. I would love for everyone to hear your story mm. and what guided you on this. I'm assuming a wild journey to becoming a shaman that led you to recognize your powers and help heal others. Uh, thank you for that question, sweetie. And uh, I, you know, I think is the journey home to coming back to who we truly are is often, often catalyzed by how far we deviate from our journey, how much we give our power away, how much we travel a path that belongs to somebody else, and what catalyzed my, my coming back and reclaiming my power and awakening the remembering of who I truly am and allowing the gifts that the divine gave me and, and getting out of the way, the fear, the doubt, the insecurities of, uh, and the stories that, that, have, that have in the past kept me from birthing those. Um, you know, I think it's, it's like anyone, the dark night of the soul, the wake up call is a little different for all of us. Sometimes it's, yeah. it's a big trauma. Sometimes it's these little knocks over time that, that we just can't avoid looking at anymore. And so mine was a wake up call. Um, there's been many wake up calls, but the big one was, um, you know, when I had, uh, you know, I have twins, I have a boy and a girl twins. Wow. And, you know, um, in the process of, of being kind of an isolated mother, uh, my husband or husband um, at the time, <laughs> um, and I really didn't have the tools consciously to navigate challenge and disagreement and to be in integrity with our communication and, and taking responsibility for our own um, 
energies and we really didn't have the tools and so it caused a lot of conflict and chaos and really sent sent you know myself and our relationship and and him into like a downward spiral which catalyzed both of us to wake up him in his own way and me in my own way and as I kind of navigated reaching out for different tools shamanism emotional clearing meditation you know, detoxification, yoga, like crystals, energy healing, all of these different things. I was so hungry because I was so lost. I was so um, depleted. My soul was was just so hungry for things that I had um, not allowed myself to go explore. They weren't in my field of reference until I was hungry enough and desperate enough to be like, okay, I got to make a change. And it just, I, I followed my soul's wisdom to all of these different modalities that now not only have helped me grow, but it's for the last 20 years, what my healing practice has been based on is, is what I call shamangelic healing. And that's kind of a, a blending of you know, looking at the shadow through the shamanic lens and also bringing in the angelic frequencies of consciousness and um, compassion and and our higher selves. And so it's this wonderful blending. So that's kind of the short story of how I landed in this and, you know, came back to awakening the divine feminine within because I had given it away. It had been bartered. It had been put in the closet. It had been... Um, oppressed and ignored and disrespected and it has been a journey to reclaim all those parts of myself yes which is still a work in progress (laughs) we're always we're always we're always a work in progress until we ascend to our astral plane (laughs) right yeah but I love that shaman Shama, I want to say shamanangelic, but shamangelic. You somehow mesh mesh it so well together, shamanangelic. Because I see you, and you do have such a glow around you, as if it's it's an angel frequency, indeed. And yet, also your human self is here as a shaman right now. So it's just such a beautiful blend. And you do truly, like I said, are a human embodiment of an awakened divine goddess. And uh, I'm curious. Thank you. What, of course, what does a divine goddess mean to you? You know, I think that in, and this is for the women and men listening, each of us has this aspect of the feminine within, and there are healthy and unhealthy aspects of the feminine. And when we're raised um, as, as young girls or young boys, a lot of the, our healthy feminine qualities, our healthy divine feminine qualities are oppressed. Intuition, sensitivity, creativity, and a lot of times, it, we're not given a safe space to trust our intuition when something doesn't quite feel right. The adults in our space or in our circle will override that intuition and say that's wrong. Um, and, or it's not okay to have those emotions. And yet, you know, part of the divine feminine is to honor and respect that we are these bodies, these oceans of emotions. And when we're oppressing that, ignoring it, sedating it, and shaming it, then it becomes unhealthy. We either stuff those feelings and it creates dis-ease in our physical, emotional, and energetic body, or it becomes unhealthy, um, imposed and expressed in our relating with other people. And so when we come back to awakening the divine feminine within, we're really 
reestablishing and reclaiming intuition, creativity, our spiritual connection, which is our connection to faith and higher power, whatever that looks like for each of us, you know, that's going to be look, that's going to be named and the process of connecting to higher power or divine is going to be different. But the high priestess, the goddess is very much connected to a higher power for guidance. She's humble enough. She's intelligent enough to allow in guidance. And she is also creative. She's not going to go looking at problems through a limited lens. She's going to allow imagination and unlimited possibilities and creativity to help solve a problem. And with the challenges that are happening currently on the planet, we need out-of-the-box thinking because if we're just looking at the solutions that are in the box, then we're going to repeat the pattern, um, maybe with greater consequences because we aren't listening. The goddess listens. She pays attention. Something isn't working. Something is changing. Something doesn't feel right. And this is that sensitivity that the feminine within men and women is able to sense when something is coming to closure, when when uh, a relationship is is served its purpose, or when something is time to change it. Um, whether that's a relationship, whether that is a diet that needs to change, whether that is a career that needs to change, it's the feminine within us that will sense it first. And so she kind of runs the diagnostics. And if we have that shut down, then we can't sense when to make a change, which way to go, when to stop, when to adapt. And so we feel like our whole navigation system is unplugged and we can feel really um, lost. And uh, the divine feminine is there to really be that uh, guidance system, which I think is really powerful for for all of us right now. All of us, men and women. And to know, I love that because I see the divine feminine very similarly, similarly as well. <laughs> but yeah, integrating her in a way that you just know that this is your honest truth from within your soul yeah. to be honest with how you really feel in the situation, how you really feel about this earth and listening to also the divine goddess of Gaia that can really shift so much and us being able to integrate ourselves into our divine goddess and using tools in order to do that, you know, perhaps on a daily basis. So we are honest with ourselves may honestly shift individually, which will shift collectively of what's going on. I 100% agree that we need to really awaken. What are some tools, by the way, that you use in order to integrate this divine feminine? Well, one of the things about the divine feminine is she's very connected to nature, mm. you know, and when you talk about Gaia, we are children of the mother. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the health problems that we have, a lot of the conflict that we have has to do with the fact that we're not connected to cycles and rhythms. We're in this perpetual summer, go, 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 go all the time. And Mother Nature goes through cycles. Mm -hmm. She births and then she lets go, you know, like she births, births a lot in the spring and the summer. And then in the fall, she lets go and in the winter, she hibernates. And so I think one of the tools, one of the practices that I, I, I really like to honor is the cycles and rhythms that are happening within my day, within my month, within my quarter, 
that are the seasons changing and also within my year like what is what is what is changing within me and we have these chapters of life that close and i think that um being connected with nature allows us to be more intuitive and allow the natural cycles of birth and and surrender and healing and replenishment and um, death that we don't fight them as much and we can be in the flow of wow I just birthed a lot of things or I'm closing a chapter I'm letting go of of this time in my life and and I think that connecting with nature is is a valuable practice for me so you know daily inquiry in nature is is very valuable that's my that's my church you know and within that I also get to ask from nature from mother earth from father son from the the plants or the animals or the elements that are around like what do i need to hear what can i what guidance do you have for me how can i serve and i think being curious um ab about that and allowing nature to help hold us in those processes um so that we can be honest like you said authentically with what's happening inside of like wow i'm grieving the loss of this relationship i'm grieving that this friendship doesn't fit any longer i'm grieving that um things are changing with my dynamics with my parents or with my children and you know coming to terms with our healthy emotions is so valuable and at the same time, we also get to embrace, wow, there's something that wants to passionately birth inside of me. And how can I not hold back out of fear or judgment? What's, what are people going to say? And what if people don't like it? And, and what if I lose friendships because I start stepping into my power or my grace as a man or as a woman? And, and so I think this is also where we find our power in owning who we are is that you know nature has so many different personalities we're not all a rose we're not all a pine tree and i think that in that listening we get to really identify and claim and celebrate but this is who i am yes. and you know <laughs> and just like go out and shine that because you know the community needs that individual expression we don't need all of the same goddess or God in this, in this collective. It is through our diversity that we rise. Ah, oh, amen. I hope to that. <laughs> Celebrate it. Because I have been reintroduced to my old life coming back to Utah. And I see the different frequencies and their way, their perspective of this world is beautiful in and of itself and needed in and of itself, but mine is different. And I recognize that and I kind of would hold back my truth and my goddess myself because <laughs> I wanted, because I didn't want them to think, oh, Raquel, she's gone crazy. Who is this? Yeah. You know, but then I started to really just own it, <laughs> own it. And honestly, yeah, I think that some of them have fled Thankfully, that's fine because, you know, if that's their, that's their thing, that's fine. If I trigger something, that's fine. That's a lesson for them and they'll probably get over it one day. But honestly, others are embracing it and seeing how they can celebrate a similar perspective or they just celebrate the diversity. And that is honestly 
so liberating for me to just be me <laughs> and dance with this. Right. And as you do that, I can see your wings spreading. You know, your arms are going out wide <laughs> yeah. and it's like, yes, finally I've released the shackles of the wrists of being bound by my former community's perspectives, limitations or judgments. And those perspectives fit them, but they no longer fit yeah. me. And it's not a yeah. judgment about no. that. It's just that it doesn't fit me any longer. And this is a, you know, this is as your arms expand, it is the, it's the medicine of the butterfly that says, wow, you know, I was dancing in the collective with the caterpillars and I felt right at home and like, I loved it and I fit in. And, <laughs> and then, you know, the strangest thing happened. I just felt the call to leave that tribe and climb up a tree and make myself a silk blanket and take a nap, you know, <laughs> like really weird, you know? And the thing is, is that, you know, each of us, and, and we could judge ourselves and we could, we could try to stay a caterpillar. But the fact is, is like, a, you, you know, a caterpillar has a destiny of becoming a butterfly. It can't just stay in its past expression. It has to evolve. And each of us in this lifetime or another will be called to leave and individuate from everybody else and do our own thing. And we'll have to face that, but I'm doing it different. I'm, there's something wrong with me you know, and, 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 and face the criticism of what are you doing? Why are you climbing that tree? We're not supposed to do that. You're, you're weird. Yeah. And like allow the inner voice of truth and knowing to override and be, be more of the guiding voice than you can't do that. That's weird. That's different. And be like, yeah, but I can't not do it either. And, uh. You know, I can't not do it. And that's, that's the wake-up call that says, you know what? I just have to let go of this alcohol or I have to let go of this limiting belief or I have to let go of this job that was really for my 20s and it isn't for my 30s or 40s. I have to let go of this limiting belief that I can't be powerful and shine because it doesn't fit me any longer. And this is where we get to like release these shackles and that's when we're ready to come out of the cocoon that says, you know what, this can't hold me back any longer. I'm ready to be, I'm ready to be me. And I'm ready to know that I can dodge any stones that people throw at me from the ground because I'm a butterfly and I'm agile and I can move, you know, and I'm, yes. and I'm and, you know, I'm, I, I fueled by joy anyway. So who cares? What <laughs> like, who cares? Like, I'm fabulous. I'm having a good time. <laughs> No, but truly, who cares when I actually stopped worrying about what family, old friends thought? It's crazy how I almost felt like my frequency. I, it's, I know that there's not, you know, different levels, but just to kind of give this a human context, like a level up, like I felt like more me. Well, it's a level up for you. Yeah. It's a level up for you from a past version of yourself yeah, that was... Yeah playing small, which is fine. You know, sometimes we need to do that to kind of get through different times or get through junior high or, you know, sometimes we need to be in a relationship where we're holding ourselves back to not offend or um, outshine our partner or a sister or, you know, to meet somebody else's expectations of us. And sometimes we try on a costume that doesn't fit and we have to wear it for a little while. Yeah. And then it's like, wait a second, this doesn't fit me. And yeah. I think that that's that wake up call, that liberation that says, who am I without this limiting belief? Who am I without this costume somebody else gave me? 
and who I am, who am I underneath all of that? And that's where I think that the pure radiance, um, and that that's the solar plexus of of authenticity and and following our our true power. And within that, when we know who we are, as women, as men, we're not giving our power away uh, to an outside community, an outside belief system to validate or acknowledge because it's sourced from within, and that's where authentic power comes from that's where the high priestess or the high priest stands in their knowing and somebody else's judgment really doesn't land as true because <laughs> it's not mine and it it, yeah. it belongs over on their side of the fence mm-hmm. and there's a, an individuation and a, and a maturation that is coming when we reclaim our truth and and it's not for sale any longer it's know? not for <laughs> sale nope nope <laughs> this has been sold Oh my gosh, that really resonates. And you did say when you were talking about your journey and your story, how you were going through those hard times, those dark times with your husband, um, (laughs) yet that both of you from that experience were able to really reclaim and step into your power. So it's like you really do in order to really embrace her with a capital H. You face the darkness, dance with the darkness, dancing, dancing. That's a huge part for me when it comes to really tapping into that goddess, but dancing with that darkness and learning to befriend it. And this is where we get to see the unhealthy feminine. When we're looking at the darkness, we get to see the shadow of where the unhealthy or the unconscious feminine throws a tantrum, which is a very unevolved way of handling challenge. And that's exactly what I did as a grown adult. And that's, you know, that's exactly what we do. Sometimes we take on, you know, when our emotional maturity is stifled at the age of six or eight or 13, or we don't have, we aren't acquiring more mature ways of dealing with challenge, with overwhelm, with disappointment, with grief. When those tools aren't evolving, when they aren't growing, then as grown adults, we're having um, unconscious uh, responses to challenge. And so the unhealthy feminine might look like drama, might look like gossip, uh, jealousy, insecurity, fear, worry, um, and also this place of victim. And, you know, those are all unhealthy aspects of the feminine. And then they create, when we're in that vibration of any of those things where we're gossiping about, you know, somebody at work or we're, you know, in this place of victim, we're like, oh, well, I'm just, they did this thing to me. And and we're actually, we're we're spell casting in that moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're also giving our power away to some other uh, oppressor instead of saying, okay, this is what happened and I'm not going to let it hold me back. Or I'm, I'm triggered by, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm envious of this other woman and what she has. And instead of celebrating her, it's like, let me pull her hair and stab her in the back, you know, and this is a very 13 year old way of dealing with envy and, um, and not celebrating a sister or celebrating our own authentic authenticity and not getting in the trap of comparison. And so when the unhealthy feminine shows herself, she creates a mess, she creates chaos. And maybe that's denying self-care because a lot of times we're not listening, but like the healthy feminine listens, she pays attention, she nurtures, she takes downtime. 
And so when we're not doing that, it creates chaos in our relationships, it creates chaos in our physical body, it creates definite chaos in our emotional body. And mm -hmm. it is just, it's an invitation to look at this old way, this unhealthy, this unconscious, this less mature way of being and invite it to rise, invite it to evolve. And we get to bring the compassion of the divine feminine <laughs> and the forgiveness and the understanding of the divine feminine to not judge, oh, well, look at me throwing a tantrum or look at me yeah. being insecure. It's like, oh, okay. We meet that like, oh, honey, it's okay. And it doesn't have to stay this way. Mm -hmm. In holding that part of us that is less mature or is throwing a tantrum, we get to honor it, but we also get to say, and honey, let's, let's grow this. Let's, let's trade up gossip for um, being wind beneath another sister or brother's wings, um, not a dagger in the back. You know, let's, let's see if we can evolve blame and shift into accountability. Let's see if we can trade up judgment for acceptance and compassion. And so it is an invitation to rise and look at, is this behavior still serving me? Mm. <laughs> My heart already has compassion for the fact that I'm having flashes of recent moments where I felt maybe I was a little bit of an unhealthy feminine and <laughs> It's part of my human experience. It's part of our human experience. Yeah. It's always an opportunity. And I do see it now always as an opportunity to grow in some way, to expand my soul in some way. I mean, even recently I had to get off Instagram for a few days because for whatever reason, I just wasn't feeling my best. And, right. but you were talking about cycles. So I honored the yeah. cycle and in a meditation, um, I actually saw, this is really silly, but I saw in a vision of me doing an Insta story saying, unplugging, that's it. And I felt like that was very much guided for me to unplug, but you know, to let everyone know that I'm unplugging for a bit. And it was such a refreshment. I felt rejuvenated. I felt reborn again. And I felt like today I could wake up and I felt this goddessy energy. And of course, lo and behold, I'm talking to you today. And <laughs> It's so amazing to just like honor those cycles, but have compassion for those moments when we have them. And that's the, the, the divine feminine way of dealing with our unhealthy feminine is that we could go into that place and judge it and mm. criticize it and oppress it. And it's just like, you know what, that doesn't help her heal. Mm. Um, and this is for men and women to be able to like honor our emotions. Sometimes we're in overwhelm and we need to unplug and to just step away from everything. That's not weakness. That's intelligence. That isn't, you know, oh, well, you're just not strong. It's like, oh, I'm listening to, I don't need to go to that gathering tonight. I don't need to stay up late. I actually need a bath and, uh, you know, a, 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 a cuddly book, or I just need to go to bed early. And that doesn't, that isn't weakness. That's that's beauty. That's self-care. That's listening to our own cycles. Um, and, you know, it's, it's this dance of really softening in and listening and honoring. And it's been programmed as weakness. It's been programmed as um, depression 
and it's not depression. Self-reflection is unplugging and people can criticize that or judge that because it's misunderstood and there's this unrealistic expectation that we're supposed to be fire or on or radiant all the time and we're actually pulse we actually have this natural um cycles of pulsing not unlike like the tides of the ocean and you and i are big ocean girl you and i are both dolphins and you know love the water element and it's the tides you know, mm -hmm. that sometimes, you know, the tide, it, there's high tide and low tide. There's times when our emotional body is super calm, like a lake. And there's times when our emotional body is like a hurricane. <laughs> Do you know? And Amen. Yeah. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong with us. It means we're having the human experience. Yeah. And if we don't, if we embrace those cycles, then we can honor that we are fluid beings mm -hmm. and, and um, cyclical. Yeah. Sometimes when you are super into your masculine or super into your feminine, it might be hard to hear that part of your cycle, especially if you are living in a world where they really do want you to be on all the time because you got to promote this. You got to go, go, go. You got to do this. You got to, you know, make sure that this happens on Tuesday, this happens on Saturday and you stick with a certain agenda yet. Maybe what if that Saturday for every reason you're just feeling your body and your soul just kind of want to go in, you know, um, how do we, especially when we live in such a chaotic world and maybe we're not living in a world where it's okay to kind of just go with your own rhythm. And honestly, most people that is their life that is, and that's beautiful that they're living a life that they want to, but how do they really balance this feminine and masculine energy in all of us? You know, there's, so we have talked about, that's a great question. First of all, we have talked about the healthy feminine and those yeah. qualities of fluidity and self-care and listening and intuition and, and creativity um, and, and divine connection. And unhealthy feminine is where that's kind of shut down. It's worry and, um, and unhealthy emotions um, because they're not honored and insecurity and fear and all of that stuff. On the masculine side, the healthy masculine has a healthy amount of structure. Creation has this healthy balance of, of flexibility and form. And we actually, as humans, need both structure and freedom. It is the structure of the cocoon that holds the, the chrysalis safe during its incubation process. And so we need boundaries sometimes to keep us safe. We need a schedule sometimes to keep us on track. We need, you know, steps to move through because when it's so unstructured, we can get lost, we can lose our way, we can just sleep all day without, you know, any, hey, you know, without any steps forward. And yeah. so there's, there's the unhealthy, you know, the healthy masculine is courageous, is structured, is um, intelligent, is also organized. And, and when we combine that with the feminine in a healthy dynamic, that, that's what allows the butterfly to fly because the left side of the body, the feminine, is receptive. She's the navigator. And then the right side of the wing, the right wing is about the courage to get off the ground and go in that direction. 
and face the unknown and be adventurous and courageous and resilient, devoted and loyal. And we need all of those qualities too. And um, this is how the butterfly flies. And so in life, in everyday life for all of us, this is, we get to listen, what quality is required in this moment right now? In a business meeting, do I need to be flexible and open creative or do I need to hold the team accountable for the meeting starts at 10 and we do have some, you know, we do have some commitments to complete in order to move us in the direction of completing this tax task together. And we want to be in this place of being fluid Mm-hmm. And, the, and the feminine will be the one to listen. Do I need to create a boundary here? Do I need to bring more masculine energy here? Or do I need to say, hey, team, it's Friday afternoon. Go have a vacation. Don't think about this. Don't think about any of this. You've done wonderful. It's time to play and celebrate. And be ready for Monday morning at 8 o'clock because we're going to dive into this next task. Yes. And so... Um, I think there's a healthy, even within corporate, even within family dynamics, to listen. You know, one Thanksgiving uh, with my kids, I could tell that, oh, the fall was just super busy. But both of them were in sports and both of it, like, it was, it was super just an exhausting fall when my, when my kids were both in, in athletics and, you know, oh, I bet. Had, had tough, tough school. It was a lot of go, go, go. You know, and for Thanksgiving one year, I was looking at the whole, like, do the whole thing and two days of cooking and tons of dishes. And I'm like, eh, that doesn't sound very good. (laughs) And, you know, I asked my kids, well, hey, what do you want to do for Thanksgiving? They're like, we want to go to the beach. (laughs) I said, cool. Let's just... (laughs) screw this whole like expectation that we have to be in the kitchen for two days and we have to have a hundred relatives over. And what if we just thanked ourselves for, you know, everything that we did this season? And what if we thanked ourselves with playtime and napping and swimming, you know, at the beach and that we thanked mother nature and we promised to bring bags, uh, trash bags and pick up trash. This is, we also wanted to thank, thank by giving back. Yeah. And so this is an example of being flexible in the moment that says, just because the calendar says, this is what I'm supposed or expectations say, this is what I have to do on this holiday. I don't have to say, I can be flexible. I can be creative. <laughs> I, can, I can say no and do what I want. And so giving ourselves the freedom to change up. And if something is too rigid, if it is too much, we can change our mind. We can change our orientation to it. We can step back from it. Oh, yes. And honestly, it's kind of amazing. I've been pretty honest with my friends and family lately that, you know, I don't really, I get, I feel resist a resistance to set plans sometimes because I just don't know how I'm going to feel that day. And the fact that my closest friends and family are totally honoring it. They're like, okay. I mean, it'd be nice (laughs) if we had a plan, but okay. Yeah. You're a little free spirit, whatever we get it. You know, (laughs) like the fact that they're totally accepting of that is amazing, especially during the times with my, I mean, this podcast, I really want to continue to expand her. And I feel like I, I want to put in this energy for her and I want my energy to be focused on her at times. And if I 
you know, decide to float away and be with friends and family at certain times when I know what my energy should be here. There's a resistance. And so, yeah, to totally honor that is huge. And the fact that people around me honor that too is huge. And so the fact that your family is like, okay. (laughs) You know, and, uh, you know, I, I love that you brought that up is that, is this is the thing that says, hey, thanks for the invitation. Yeah. To be, you know, thank you for the invitation to be with family. I'll let you know. I'll see what feels right. That is a way of that. kind of checking in so that you're not saying yes out of obligation, obligation, out of guilt. And then when we do say yes and we don't mean it or we don't feel it, then here comes us in the vibration of resentment. And then we show up to the gathering kind of pissy, kind of bitchy. You know? <laughs> this is when Clearly we not want to be there. Pick, yeah, this is when we pick fights and you're like, yeah, great. You, you had me here, but you didn't have the best version of me. And, and you know, uh, frankly, at Thanksgiving, when I really ha- didn't want to be there at times, I was the most unhealthy dish at the table. Right. <laughs> I was, right. like, all pissy, you know. Mm. And when we want to be somewhere, then our authenticity, our, our beauty and our grace is really present and shined into that space, whether it's on a podcast, whether it's a thing. Thanksgiving dinner, whether it's a gathering or a dinner party or whatever, and when we're not really honoring, I don't feel great, or this doesn't feel aligned, or I just, I've had a full, full day, Mm -hmm. I really can't show up for this experience fully in a way that isn't going to cost me greatly and leave a mess. Yeah you know, behind, because yeah. my, my my vibration isn't very, you know, delicious right now. And I think that that's respecting not only ourself, but the environments that we put our energy in so that we're leaving the space and the relationships that we're in more whole by listening authentically. Does this feel aligned? Is this the right timing? Yeah. You know, and the more we listen to that and see that there is such a different energy behind it, wherever we approach it, it's like we're unlearning these societal beliefs that, you know, especially our family have created within us to say, okay, you make this plan, you be there. That's a good person. You stick to that instead. Yes. If you have, if you have a plan, you should probably, if you, that feels aligned with you to stick with it. But if you set before you create that plan, a boundary, like I will let you know, um, I'm kind of in the mood right now to kind of just go with the flow and just see how I feel in the moment. And so it'd be wonderful if you honored that because that's what I'm honoring my own rhythm at the time. And I'll honor that within you too, if you decide to do that. But I'll know in that moment, if I decide to be there, like that setting that boundary before you create that plan is so powerful. <laughs> Which is great, you know, and that's fine in our, our social commitments and in yeah, our business social. commitments, we get to be a little bit more clear, yeah. we get to show up, you yeah. and I showed up on yes. time, we showed up prepared yeah. because the divine masculine is mm-hmm. being organized, the divine masculine mm-hmm. is respecting each other's time, mm-hmm. we are both standing in commitment, we are being uh, loyal and devoted and committed. Yeah. Now, if if you woke and had, were really sick today, if I had really a, a family emergency, yeah. you and I would both be flexible with that. Totally. And and so we, we want to also honor that there's times to be in that space. And when we're in committed relationship of like, hey, it's date night, 
you know, like, let's honor that. Let's not uh-huh. flake on that. Let's not be an hour late. Oh, um, yeah. And when we say we're meeting a friend for, um, you know, for lunch or tea or whatever, then let's show up. And if we can't be in that healthy space of communicating um, and not just, you know, not, you know, just not communicating about that so that we mm. can be in integrity with our commitments. Um, so, and, you know, I, I think this is a powerful time for us as women and men to be connected to not only our feelings, but also what's happening in the environment, what's happening on the planet. And there's no denying if we're fully present, you know, what is happening um, with the rainforests, what's happening with our oceans. And um, I think it's also important for us to show up because what's happening internally in ourself is also being reflected in um, the change and the transformation that is happening on the planet as well. And it's real and we can be ignoring it or we can be reality with it. And we can also not feel overwhelmed of like, well, there's nothing I can do. There's always something we can there's do. always individually. Um, Wow. All, everything you just said, that balance of the masculine and feminine, and then also honoring that to, you know, really show up for this planet as well, this yeah. earth and this ocean. And on, honestly, I've been feeling lately humanity because I yeah. think that mama earth will shake us off before we really destroy her. <laughs> so this is for the soul expanding and personal development, curious humans out there that truly want to expand in a skill of some sorts that they felt they haven't had the time for, the resources for, or the money for when it comes to whatever they want to do. And honestly, we're abundant. Nothing should hold us back, especially money. But sometimes it takes a while to get over those blocks. I get it. But at least for now, in the meantime, for free for two entire months, you are welcome to join skillshare.com forward slash your own magic to try over 30,000 classes. (laughs) Yeah, you probably won't have time for 30,000 or you probably won't be interested in 30,000, but at least they probably have something out there for you as there's a variety of different types of courses from creative courses like photography and painting to business courses and tech courses and prototyping, web design, mobile development. Oh me, oh my, there are so many. (laughs) Podcasting, by the way, and writing and poetry or um, helping out with social media of some sorts. I obviously haven't tried all those different categories, but I have dabbled with some of their writing ones. And I also just recently, which I thought was really interesting, was curious if they happen to have a hypnosis course. And not only do they have a hypnosis course, but it actually helps you become a certified hypnotherapist because it is accredited as there are many modules and it's pretty lengthy and dense. Well, it seems to be dense. So if you end up actually taking that course, let me know because that fascinates me. (laughs) And it's free. So who knows what else they happen to have if they have an accredited hypnotherapy course. Anyways, again, skillshare.com forward slash your own magic is where you go to to get your two months for free. That's skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. And now on with the show. Do you have any like 
mantras or any practices or anything that might come to mind that um, we can do to, you know, honor her individually? Uh, I think that part of it is to recognize our connection to her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, each of us, right. You know, we're native traditions and native cultures lived much closer to the earth and Mm -hmm. were affected by her cycles and her changes a lot more than, than we are that are living in a temperature controlled environment. We're living in a place where food is abundant and we're not aware of scarcity. And this is why it's hard for us to relate to what's happening in the oceans because we we're not actually in the ocean seeing it. They would see rivers polluted or they would, they would notice that, Oh, this cycle is changing and there isn't as much food. We need to adapt because this winter created this dynamic, this, this, these animals aren't coming through or these, these herbs or these plants are, did not have, you know, as an abundant harvest as they did last season. And so, you know, traditionally, tribally, we were a lot more adaptive and connected to the cycles and the rhythms and the changes of nature. Today in our modern society, we're quite isolated from it. We see it on social media, but it still feels far away. It does. And so this is about going back to nature. You know, what we were talking about earlier is connected to, to nature and rhythms. When we really connect with Mother Earth, we can feel she's in pain. When we really deeply, um, just as we have talked about, hey, maybe I need self-care, maybe I need downtime, maybe I need to have a cry, or maybe I need to just be alone. And when we also be alone with Mother, we can feel that she's going through a lot of change and a lot of transformation. And the truth is, she goes through change and transformation and she has done that and she will continue to do it. Our story is that she should not. Mm. Uh, volcanoes, volcanoes should, should stop because they're getting, they're, 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 uh, you know, taking away the houses and, and the roads we've built and that oceans should sh- stop changing. They've been changing for billions of years. Mm. The polar ice caps, you know, um, fires and, and global warming and global cooling is not anything new. Are we accelerating it with our unconsciousness and our like consumption? 100%. And so what we can do is acknowledge that when we desecrate our bodies, we desecrate Gaia, we desecrate Mother Earth. When we desecrate Mother Earth, we desecrate our bodies. And that it is a closed loop. It is a connection. When we don't take care of the waters in you know, on our planet, then we don't take care of the waters that feed our food, that fill up our water, um, our, our water sources, and we put them in, therefore we pollute our bodies. And so I think it's acknowledging, wow, I am in a closed loop. And how can I take accountability for where I have had, and of course, we're going to have an impact on the planet. We, we, we are going to have a footprint. What we can do is walk more with the awareness of the natives that says, that says, leave no footprints in the place of, let me leave no debris with my footprints. And so where can we accelerate our, our recycling? Where can we decrease plastic use? Where can we use, you know, just 
remove toxins, um, chemicals that are going into the water table. And, um, you know, these things that are killing weeds are actually going into the water table and insecticides and all of that. And so the, 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 the mantra first is, how can I clean up any mess that I've made? Because when we really respect somebody else's space, we don't go into their living room and leave a mess and split. We go in and say, first of all, may I enter your space? And thank you, mother, for allowing me to, to, to be here. And how can I love and support you? We become gracious, curious stewards that says, how can I love you? And each of us is going to have a different answer to that. You know, uh, just a couple surfers that loved playing in the ocean were sad about seeing plastics in and, and, and trash and created a whole foundation for ocean is one of my favorite oceanic, um, you know, driving forces around mm -hmm. cleaning up the oceans. Yeah. And some people are really drawn to planting trees and some people are really drawn to advocating for our water mm -hmm. rights. And so part of this is also a listening that says, where am I passionately drawn? Mm -hmm. And how can I make a difference? How can I contribute to um, organizations that are leading cleanups here or deforest, you know, or, or replanting in deforested areas um, that are building coral, that are um, looking at creative ways to get off uh, non-sustainable energy sources. And you get to, you know, or finding alternatives to plastic. Uh, you know, each of us is going to be drawn to serve to advocate for a particular part if we sit and we listen and we ask because there's probably some something inside of that says you know what i'm all about getting plastic off the planet you know yeah all about endangered species and protecting their environments and so part of that is listening to is this like right now e-alliance e-alliance.org is really advocating and supporting um in different in many different ways what's happening in the amazon right now mm -hmm. And so I think each of us is going to be individually drawn to get off the bench and get in the game and see how yeah. we can help our mother here. Oh, yeah. I see it in so many people, too, just somehow trying to contribute in their own individual way. And, of course, all of us, we want to save the ocean and the trees and, you know, find another way for plastic. We probably resonate with it at all but it might be something that you know is calling you slightly more and trust that there's somebody else that is saving the ocean while you are out there planting the trees you know and right. just it's all collective it's all if we all individually can do something each person that's going to do wonders so we can get her back into a rhythm where yeah right now she might be experiencing some sadness and some pain but you know uplift her a bit to show her how much we love and appreciate her for supporting us here and allowing us to be here with her and birthing us and just nurturing us and taking care of us just she want I want to show her gratitude she wants to see our gratitude all right Yomi so I know many of you are extremely intuitive. In fact, I'm pretty sure all of you are, whether you know it or not. And a lot of you, in fact, every one of you have quite strong psychic senses as well that perhaps you have not yet tapped into, or perhaps you'd like to strengthen. 
And if I could have taken each and every one of you to at least just come a witness the transformation that I got to witness in person during this Bali retreat to see how Brie was able to really transform all of us, including myself, to fully strengthen and tap more deeply into our Claire senses, then I would be happy for you because it was powerful. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited. My biggest passion and joy comes from empowering others. And one of my biggest messages is that, you know, we are all intuitive. It is an innate skill that's within us. We're generally just not taught what to do with it or how to use these skills. Um, And they just lie dormant, more or less. Um, So I created this program, which is Psychic Bootcamp. It's a 10-week online program. But it's super hands-on and you get to practice with other students in the class and so many people make friends. It's a really beautiful community and it's really the only way that I'm working with people right now. So I do a monthly group coaching. Um, So it's fully supported and we just basically go from zero to psychic hero. Um, But yeah, just, you know, if you're an empath, you are an empath because you're a human. Uh, we, we work around boundaries and maintaining really healthy boundaries so you never experience anything that you don't want to and you like work out those fears about the other side, which we've all, a lot of us have, have experienced. Uh, we do angel readings and spirit guides and soul readings and animal communication. Oh my gosh, she has so many life-shifting tools in her courses. Her soul sculpting, psychic boot camp, and the belief reprogram. What is it called? Belief reprogramming? Yeah, I don't even know what I called it, but there's a, (laughs) it's a mini course of soul sculpt. And so it's at like a cheaper price. Um, And it's basically the first couple modules of soul sculpt. So you learn the formulas that we kind of discussed and there's a bunch of meditations and ways to begin to clear those out on an energetic conscious level. And then soul sculpt is like longer, 10 week, goes deep deeper into all this work, psychic boot camp, as it sounds, you already Mm -hmm. know. Um, Mm -hmm. But I want to gift your listeners uh, 10% 10%. off, yeah, Mm -hmm. for all of the things, all the things. I'm going to put her link in the show notes. It's BrieMelanson.com, and the code is magic. Because, duh. Because, duh. Right, and this is where we're getting into a respectful symbiosis yeah. because we're all we're, we are all connected. The sun rises, and we have warmth, and we have light, and we have food. Mm-hmm. And to be in gratitude and reverence for that, the trees are the lungs of our ecosystem here. They are exhaling so that we have an inhale, and so. Um, if you use paper product, I mean, it, this is like individually, what can I do to make a difference? I can certainly lighten my footprint. That's, that's like all of us can do that. 100%. We can say, how can I trade out paper products? How can I use different, you know, how can I use different, you know, different cleaning products? How can I shift out my plastics? And one company that I, I also like, Epic Water Filters, um, I love those water bottles because then we're not buying plastic they, they have a filter actually in the water bottle. So when you go to the airport, you can um, just fill your water bottle up and it filters it right there. Yeah. And it's a super, super high quality water filter. And like, that's a great way of not spending $5 on Fiji water, um, you know, because, because we can't tr- travel with water through the airports. And so one thing is certainly looking at your lifestyle and where can you be more mindful with water and where can you lighten your own footprint. And, 
what organization, either globally or locally, can you advocate with? Or is that in your local, in your local community saying, hey, can we get recycling centers? Can, you know, maybe that's in your schools. How can we teach our children how to um, recycle? How can we get programs at a, at a much younger age? Maybe that's, you know, doing different videos, writing a book. I mean, each of us is going to be called differently. And the important thing is that we listen to that call and get in the game yeah. in a way that's authentic for us so yeah. that our magic, our gifts can be received by mother nature so it's not just lightening our own footprint but it's also getting in the game mm, yeah <laughs> thank you anahanta oh, i'm basking in that <laughs> it's almost at 12 what time what's the latest you can go till i want to i want to oh, really? honor you the masculine side and honor your time <laughs> organization so yeah. i have a few more minutes i have a few more minutes and that i then i gotta bounce off to sessions and commitments today of course you know, I'm going to make sure your guests, your guests get some free gifts today. Oh my so. gosh. That's amazing. I'll let them know all of that in the intro. I wanted to get to maybe we can maybe get one or two questions because we got a lot of questions for you. Sure. But, um, sure. Which one is standing out? So I'll ask uh, Piper.Lynn. She asks, what's the best way to balance feminine masculine energy in your relationship with a man? Right. Okay. So Part of that is owning that your emotions, your energy, your passions, your dreams, your self-identity is your responsibility. In relationships, when we're not have clear boundaries, we put all those responsibility on our sweetheart's shoulders. And he is not here to validate you. He is not here to balance your emotions for you. He is not here to... Um, help you find your passions or validate whether or not it's right, that is your responsibility. And I think it's, it's, it's really important to, to have a clear awareness that, wait, my dreams, my emotions, my energy, my validation is my responsibility and to not place that on, uh, because I think a lot of times we place those expectations on the shoulders of our, our boyfriend or our husband or partner and like it doesn't fit them and they don't have those answers. And so you can think, gosh, you know, you're not loving me because you don't see me. You're not loving me because you don't validate me. You're not loving me because you can't um, help me with my emotional overwhelm. And I think that pulling that expectation back will lighten the load for, um, for your partner. And also, um, so cl having clear boundaries. And I just put on my Instagram uh, just this last, you know, couple weeks ago by now when this goes live on clear boundaries. And so IGTV, you know, go check out that little post. I'll link it in the show notes. Yeah, on clear boundaries yeah. and, and clear agreements. And, you know, acknowledge you know, giving, giving some space to your partner to go through their process and learn how to hold space without telling them what to do, learn how to hold space without taking on their problems, learn how to hold space to let them work at their own pace, give them space to, um, find their answers in a way that fits them. And I think as, as women, we can tend to cross over that boundary and start to smother. 
and control and you should do this and you should do that. And when we move into that place of being more of a mother vibe, it kind of brings this demasculation of the masculine and it's hard for him to feel masculine when he's being mothered. Yeah. It's not very sexy between, um, you know, yeah. it's also not very sexy because a man that feels like he's being scolded by his mommy doesn't, isn't really attractive yeah. either. And so watch that tendency to mother your partner. That's not your role. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your role. It's not. It's not your role. Oh, right. Thank you, Anna. Those are just a few. I mean, that can be a whole podcast, that, I know. that, that question. I think oh. you're going to have to come back on for a whole other one. <laughs> They're going to want you to. I know it. I'm I'm right here. (laughs) Um, Do you have time for two more questions or no? Okay. Oh, you're amazing. So, and then this one is pretty similar, but slightly different. And I thought it'd be a good way to piggyback off what you said. Joe underscore mama asks, how can we encourage our males to tap into their divine masculine? Right. Okay. So this means that, well, we get to also give them the space to feel. Mm-hmm. A, lot of the, a lot of men, first of all, are programmed, don't feel, don't cry, don't talk about it. And so they aren't safe to honor their emotions. And so for men, I think, you know, and for women too, is to make sure that you're holding a space, a safe space for allow, allowing a man to feel. Um, you don't have to fix it. You don't have to judge it. And I think, and men give yourself permission to feel because it's that part of you that is awakening the, that divine masculine is going to be accessing the feminine in order to stand in your truth. You have to feel what is right. And in order to be discerning about this is a yes or this is a no, we have to go over and have that feminine on the on board and the willingness to check in with self. And so I think this is really valuable to allow that for the men in your life that are making these little micro adjustments, women and men that are witnessing a man evolving and growing, please validate it. Please thank them for that. Please acknowledge their growth because it's scary to to grow. It's scary to move outside of, especially for men, to become more sensitive, to become more uh, gentle, to become more flexible and to step out of the old paradigm of what it is to be a man, maybe move into a different career, maybe move into whole other realms. And it is scary and uncomfortable and they're going to be facing a lot of judgment from their peers as well. Oh, you're some wussy, you know, what are you doing? Like, um, you know, we wear a skirt now. I mean, guys are resent, you know, the the old locker room judgments, um, Oh, you sissy now, like all of this silly, like junior high way of doing. Um, and the truth is, is that that's why men stay small yeah. is because the, because other men are really harsh critics and other women don't allow a man the space to explore those aspects of self without being judged as weak or a sissy. And so I think as men and women, when we notice a man making those changes or expressing themselves or honoring their emotions 
to validate it, acknowledge it, and celebrate mm -hmm. it because that helps support it. And hold a space for the part of them that hasn't figured out that is their blind spot. Don't judge it. Don't rush it. Don't, um, you know, continue to point out, well, you did yeah. this right, but you're still doing <laughs> that other thing. Yeah, well, we all have that. And so this is also giving a man the freedom to be a work in progress and to not focus on the negativity. I've noticed that a lot of men are embracing it more too, which is beautiful yes. because more and more men are embracing it themselves. And honestly, I think that those people that are pushing that judgment of you will see whatever the men that say that the women <laughs> that say that to the men, um, they might have it for a moment, but for whatever reason, they stop attracting those kind of judgy people when they're embracing their whole self. And so you don't really see that. And so I wonder if we don't, I don't really see it much anymore because it's not in aligned with my frequency. And so it's nice to be in a, surrounded by love so you can continue to trickle yeah. on and ripple on to more love. Well, and what, and it's not that that masculine isn't there because it's running the country right now. True. <laughs> so it's not that, oh, I don't see it because the reality I is. It. I see it. I see it. Yeah. It's it's corporate greed. It's yeah. feminine oppression. It's yeah. sexual abuse, and yeah. so it is all around. It may not yes. be in our intimate circle, right? Which is yeah. wonderful. That means you are evolving your circles, and we also get to turn around if we're awakening to that as women and as as men. Mm -hmm. We get to turn around to our brothers and sisters and hold a space for the people that are still stuck in that and invite them out of that. And this is what's wonderful. Like, oh, one of the podcasts that I did on my show, the Shamanjali Healing Podcast, is on awakening the divine masculine. And so uh, got our listen. listeners and this gentleman might really enjoy that. It was a wonderful podcast um, about men and women um, awakening that divine masculine and facing those fears and the judgments from the brotherhood and and I think it's lovely that there's more men's circles. Yes. And there's more men that are allowing themselves to cry. Yeah. You know, I have so many of my clients that are men, and then during our session, tears come, and they're like, I haven't cried in. They'll be like looking, and they, they're calculating how many decades. They're like, since I was 16. And they're like, Mm. Oh my gosh! And you're 48. You haven't you haven't cried in that long, or you're 62. Yeah. And and like, and so I think it's wonderful that we're creating more safe circles and more safe conversations to awaken the divine masculine because we are going to need the divine masculine to be courageous, yeah. adventurous, yeah. integrity, discerning, honest, ethical. And, you know, we're going to need that energy on the planet yeah. if we're going to implement the new paradigm. The feminine is going to dream it. The divine feminine is going to dream it and see the possibility. And the divine masculine is going to be like, all right, Let's what do, do we it. need to do? Let's get it done. <laughs> Make you know, it happen. Yeah. Who do we need to contact? Let's work these teams together. Let's yes. collaborate. Let's let's get let's get her done. And we I love it both. I, I know, it. and we need the both. Yeah, we yeah. really, really do. Oh, thank you. This is the last question that I ask okay. all the Your Own Magic <laughs> guests. How would you advise the Your Own Magic listeners to create their own magic? I think that you know, um, it's an alchemy or like an equation. Um, it's like a recipe. 
and it's different for all of us. Just as if we look in the forest, we can see that, oh, here's this fern. It looks this way and it grows this fast. And yet here is this little, you know, orchid that's growing and it grows in its way and it has its own beauty. And here's this, you know, big pine tree that's been here for hundreds of years or maybe thousands of years. And, um, and each has its place. And so tapping your own magic is going to happen in the listening to what do I feel inspired about? What am I passionately drawn to? And not questioning and saying, well, that's not rational. That's, that's mm -hmm. stupid. You can't make any money doing that. You know, like leave all of those judgments that say it's wrong. It's not good enough. It doesn't fit the status quo because in the, in the Peruvian traditions, the, you know, the tapestry, because they're weavers, you know, they weave these wonderful fabrics and tapestries. And each thread has its own strength. It has its own color. It has its own place in the tapestry. And we are stronger as a community and as a fabric, um, as a collective, when each of us owns our thread and we're not trying to be something we're not. And so that's going to be an individual question that says, what is your magic? When you say own mm -hmm. your magic, then we need to find it. Mm -hmm. And when it bubbles to the surface, shine it and share it because it is, it is medicine. It is one of those threads in the tapestry that holds us all together because some of us might have a book within us. Some of us might have an idea that we can implement into um, children's education. Some of us might have an idea of, of, of a new way of recycling. Some of us might have this idea of, oh, I want to hold um, sharing circles. You know, I want to bring back, like just last night I was, on, I was in this beautiful coming of age ceremony for one of the young girls in our community that just... Um, just had her, you know, started her moon cycle, her blood, she started bleeding her yeah. period. Yeah. And it's like this community, this society, this is, hey, we want to bring back celebrating and acknowledging that rite of passage that has disappeared. And so within you, you might be the keeper of ceremony. You might have, right, you might be that person. And so there's, you may be you know, an attorney that adv advocates for nature's rights. There's no one way. Yeah. And there is one way for you. Yeah. And who are you to withhold your magic from the rest of us? Like, like, how dare you? <laughs> yeah, that's not fair. We no, want come to see on. it. Come <laughs> on, bring it. And, you know, bring your full power. I, you know, yeah. years ago when I was in my, you know, in training, I was in a, in like a, a training space with, with mother Mary. I was actually channeling her divine guidance and, you know, and she was, she was showing me how to be lightning, like how to be that strong. And, and in the presence of a big, huge thunder and lightning storm, she's like, be that strong. And I'm like, Oh, I couldn't. And she said, of course you can. There's no way that you have to limit the amount of energy that you can transmit into another human being in the healing space, but in the communication space and the love space and the parenting space, don't hold back your power. Yeah. You know, make sure that you're refining it so that it's not overpowering another. 
and listen to how to finesse it so that it fits and it be is medicine for the space. And so who are we also to hold back our power because that weakens the tapestry of the fabric that actually holds us together. Mm. And so bring it sister, bring it brother, mm -hmm. like bring it magic. I, you know, and because we can't do it all. This is why we're a community of different uh, threads. And um, it's so exciting this time as we each individually rise and own our part. Collectively, what we can accomplish is, is um, miraculous. Oh, amen. Aho <laughs> to that. Individually, right? we collectively make it happen. And I mean, honestly, we just, we can heal her. Yes, and we can create the new paradigm and yeah, we can heal each other. Each and other. I just did a I just did a post a couple days ago of just like we are stronger when we stand together. Mm. We are stronger when we remind each other of yes. our power. We are stronger when we lift each other up. We're stronger when we help each other back up, you know? <laughs> yes, we, we are. Amen to that. That's why I'm so thankful for the listeners who are just a group of like-minded people that honestly really care about Mama Earth. And yeah. it's wonderful and just want to know how to help and connecting with souls like you who just really, really, really are so genuine and represent to all of us our own awakened, divine, feminine, and masculine too. So thank you so much, Anahata. Thank you. It takes one soul sister to see another soul sister. And I got you. Yeah, I got you too. And that's, it's just nice to know that we don't have to be doing this alone. No. And I'm so grateful for the role that you're playing in the community and that you're honoring you. your voice and that you're stepping out of smallness or being held back in any way by the judgments or insecurities of anyone else, including self and Mm -hmm. I really celebrate you, sister, and everything that you're doing. It's making a difference, so keep doing that. And, um, yeah, totally grateful. I celebrate you too, sister. Um, oh, where can everyone find you and connect with you and yes. celebrate you? <laughs> right? Well, uh, shamangelichealing.com. So we'll have that in the show notes so, somewhere. Yeah. Also on the Shamangelic Healing podcast. And I hope you'll come to, because uh, I do them mostly in person here in Sedona. Yeah. I'm um, going to probably be there end of month. Okay, yay. So come to visit. So if you're going through a big core life sh shift or change, or if you're really just tired of being on the bench of your own life and not being in the game of, you know, playing small or not tapping your full potential, this is my passion to catalyze, to ignite, to realign, to clarify, and to amplify people's individual soul path. Mm -hmm. And so if that means coming to Sedona and working with me one-on-one, -on -one, if that means the Empowerment and Awakening Weekend, which is here in Sedona in October, the 3rd through the 6th, will give your listeners um, a special... $200 off. That's October 3rd through the 6th. And it is three and a half days packed with juicy, juicy tools to really level up every area of your life. And so that I don't usually give, but you know wow. what? It, the event's coming up and I really want those people called <laughs> yeah. to be there, to be there. Uh, if you're feeling this, you might be called because Come I on. have to listen. Yeah. And um, also because we talked about divine feminine and masculine so much I want to give there's just a little online course about balancing the feminine and masculine yeah. and those qualities and so we'll give 20% off to your listeners and wow. you know I think that 
A free gift that would be lovely is, the, you know, a quantum visualization audio so that you can just begin to see the future version of you, enlightened, enlightened awakened, and empowered, um, whether that's seeing Mother Earth healed, whether that's seeing your relationship improve in whatever area of life or you thriving in your career. So, um, yeah, the podcast, Shamangelic Healing um, with Anahata is the podcast. We'll give you all of these free gifts and discounts. And, <laughs> of course, I'm on, you know, uh, Instagram on, uh, at Anahata Ananda. Yes. And I'm all over, you know, Facebook and, and YouTube. But I'm just here to inspire millions to shine when it's down to it like that's my job that's what I'm here to do that's my magic and um, whether that's coaching or online programs um, as a certified high-performance coach I'm really deeply moved and inspired by human potential yeah and um, giving people the tools to get back on track um, with the awakening their fullest expression oh. so. Thank you so much, Anahata. Dear Yomis, thank you so much, so, so much for lending your ear and taking time, valuable time for your soul to listen to this episode today. I am honored to provide this for you, and I hope something in this spoke to you and shifted you in some way. I would love to personally connect with your soul on, well, of course, IRL, but also on the Instagrams or the Facebooks. My Instagram, which I am finally active on, is at Raquel Mantra. That is spelled R-A-Q-U-E-L-L-E Mantra. I'll put that in the show notes. And make sure to not only see and respond to all the comments, but also send love back to you because why not? And then for you to also connect with me and this powerful tribe of like-minded individuals, high-vibing individuals to, to raise your vibrations, feel free to join us in the Euro Magic Secret Facebook group. That will also be left in the show notes. And feel free to browse yourownmagic.life. I have some free guided meditations on there and more information about upcoming retreats and events. And of course, my offering, my service is the Soul Tribe exclusive site, which is $44.44 USD. This is for life for you to receive many meditations where I sprinkle in at least one new meditation a month and the most recent one was to help you reprogram your subconscious mind to see your highest potential in a hypnotic state for example like reprogramming your subconscious mind to see your highest potential while you're in a hypnotic state along with others like activating your third eye or short simple ones to ease you into your morning or alleviate anxiety and a lot of deep imaginings which i love to do personally is to just visualize and expand my imagination so i can be more creative in my day in addition to that other soul expanding journalings to ask yourself every morning and magic challenges and other spiritual rituals yada yada <laughs> anyway i love you all so much thank you so much for listening and have a magical day